Hello and welcome to the Matt Belair podcast. As an explorer of the mind and world, author and coach, I have spent a lifetime learning how to push my limits and achieve my highest potential. My mission is to bring you the most inspiring, conscious, and empowering teachers, leaders, and thinkers on the planet. To bring you stories, lessons, and messages that will help you master your mind, body, and spirit. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Good day, you remarkable, extraordinary human being. Thank you so much for joining myself, Martha Bass, and Dr. Carol Bliss. This is part two. I know that you're going to enjoy it. Um, if you enjoyed part one, we just we just keep going down that rabbit hole. I hope that you're having an amazing day. Sending you a cosmic hug through the airwaves. Um, in this one, in part two, we're gonna we're gonna talk about how to forgive yourself and others even under un thinkable circumstances, the power of consistency, why self-love has to be mandatory, the true source of all unhappiness. So there's a lot of meat and potatoes in this part too. Um, I hope that you enjoy it and share it. If you want to support the podcast, the easiest thing to do is to leave a review. And I summarize this one by my friend Rock Savant who hooked me up on uh, steam it. He suggested I go over there and gave me a boost. So thank you so much, brother. If anybody or you, if anybody's out there on steam it and you want to support the work, that's a great thing to do. You can just upvote it. It's like cryptocurrency blog. So, so much love for you, brother. And he wrote, this is just part of it. Wow. For those into such subjects as consciousness, quantum technologies, next level life hacks, ascension stuff, energetic alchemy, sacred geometry, spiritual badassery, etc., this podcast is a goldmine, for real. There are a ton of people doing all kinds of stuff in these spaces, such that I'm not easily impressed, given how much fluff there is out there. Yet upon listening to a dozen or so episodes, I've been blown away. Some of the things I've discovered in them so far, amazing. Incredibly humble, it's, it'd be easy to underestimate the goods Matt brings. He's super down to earth and incredibly warm and generous human being. You can tell he's doing it for the love of it. And he has, and he has been doing an outstanding job cultivating a network of exceptional leaders and growing a platform for hosting awesome next level discussions. So thank you so much, my brother, for taking the time to to leave an amazing review. I appreciate that. Um, if you guys want to support the episode, you know, the top th three things that you can do for absolutely free are for free are do one kind act and don't tell anybody. Share the podcast, leave a review. Those are all for free. And if you want to go a step further, supporting me on Patreon really helps a ton. Um, even like a dollar a month is amazing. And you can go to clipconverter.cc. And that will take like clips out of the episode. So if you like the podcast and you want to go above and beyond, just time code, go to YouTube, watch it live on YouTube and take clips of the episode and send them to me or upload them to me or share them on Facebook or time capture them because those one to five minute clips are what inspire people to, to go through the full hour, 90 minute episode or whatever. So if you want to go above and beyond, I really appreciate that. Um, for those of you guys who are interested in coaching, just hit me up, but you got to be ready to level up. I am accessible. I do groups. I can zoom in and all you need to do is reach out and basically, 
basically we're going to look at consciousness, peak performance, spirituality, fulfillment, overcoming blocks, you know, getting over depression, anxiety, that stuff's all doable and plausible, but really designing a life that you are super stoked on and moving towards it in a powerful perspective, enjoying and skipping along the journey because life can be a challenge. And if you're an entrepreneur, CEO, something like that, um, you know, we can do groups and I can teach this with your staff to, you know, look at flow state, uh, decrease stress, all kinds of stuff. So if you are interested in that, just hit me up at mattbelair.com forward slash coaching and I'm happy to help out there. Um, check out Zen Athlete. If you haven't purchased the book yet, get it yourself, give it to a friend. You can take out athlete and put in life, business, health, wellness, uh, wealth, whatever you want. It is literally the balanced uh, model for creating and designing your reality. And I just used athletes so I can get this to the kids and any help getting this to coaches, athletes, any ambassador, I'm happy to send out an ebook for free. Just send me an email to get the word out there to basically teach self-mastery to youth using the disguise of sport um, so they don't even know what hit them. So uh, that's a little hypnosis trick, but really powerful stuff. So get a book, send it to a friend and um, help me get the word out there so we can change the culture around sport and do some real good with it. Um, sign up for the email list at mattbelair.com. Support the sponsors because they're supporting me. Bit.ly forward slash activate health will get you 50 bucks gift card at Purium. They have amazing stuff over there and bit.ly forward slash gamma waves will get you three free binaural beats state-of-the-art tracks that will help you go into gamma wave states um, in an epic experience, make meditation easy. And that is it. So before we go into this, um, oh yeah, make sure you sign up for the email list. Uh, let's come into a powerful state of peace and coherence, love and gratitude again. So wherever you are, just stop what you're doing, taking a deep breath in through the nose, setting your intention to come to a powerful state of peace and presence. As you imagine powerful golden crystal diamond light coming down from the universe, pulsing through every cell and every muscle and every fiber of your being. As you just let go and let that breath out of all the stress, care and worries of the day. Taking another deep breath in through your nose and really connecting to this universal divine source that is within you and in all things. And just connecting to love and gratitude for yourself. Making that commitment to be kind, loving, and supportive to yourself. Full of love and gratitude as you think of all the things in your life that you're grateful for. Your friends, your family, your loved ones, your eyesight, your legs, your car, whatever it is. And just let that breath out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day. Taking one more deep breath in through your nose, connecting to this universal divine energy and filling yourself up with love and gratitude, just powerful feeling, just allowing that feeling to double and double that feeling again and double that feeling again, seeing yourself radiate love and gratitude. And I'm sending you all of my love and gratitude and energy and inspiration and everything that I am to support who you are listening to this, a big, huge hug over the airwaves. And I want you to send that energy out to everyone listening to the podcast, everyone you've ever met, all your friends, your family, your enemy, just send them love and gratitude and kindness and see this energy go out to the entire world. And I'm sending you that energy now. And to see this energy come back magnified a million fold by all the beings that it touched, knowing that you are connected to all life. And just allow yourself to receive this energy of love and gratitude and kindness from others. And just allow that energy in to magnify your state of being so you can share more, give more, be more kind, more loving, more humble, more empowered, more fulfilled, 
by being an emitter of love and kindness and a receiver of love and kindness. So there we go. We're ready to get into part two with Martha Bass and Carol Bliss. It is astonishing how much power there is surrounding us in every single moment. Those are some beautiful words, ladies. Okay, so what came up for me while you guys are sharing? Well, first of all, the heart piece is is really important. Um, A while back, I created a heart journey meditation that I highly recommend everybody um, experience. And it was the first thing that kind of came through me. I was trying to help a friend. And then I, because he's so logical, I just kind of hypnotized him into his heart, asked him a series of questions. And then when I was done, I was like, whoa, like that's good. Because the thing is about our hearts is our hearts know it's eternal. Our hearts know that we are infinite. It knows that. It's not not worried about it. Our minds, the number one thing about our mind is it needs to protect us. You know what I mean? Back in the day, we go outside and somebody gets eaten by a saber tooth. The mind goes, whoa, watch out for that cat. That cat is an a-hole. And, um, and so we learn from that. And so we go out. And animals, actually, they'll go into fight or flight, but then they'll stop. But what we do is we go in perpetual fight or flight and we hold on to that. And then we're stressed then we end up getting six because this is like the job is stressing us out because it's got to go right because we've got to pay the bills. And it just goes on for like days, weeks, months, years. And the thing is you could switch your perspective instantly and it would shift it. And so when you start to guide your, your intelligence into your heart and all you need to do is put your awareness there. You know, if you do some mindfulness exercises, like put your awareness to your finger like, oh, I can feel my finger. Interesting. Put your awareness to your toe. And like, huh, it makes a difference. So you put your awareness into your heart and you say, come on, heart's wisdom. You know, what's going on here? And you can operate from a totally different perspective, just like the same thing as I can do it or I can't do it. Or life is on my side or life is the worst. Um, So, and I, and I like how you're sharing that. It's like setting up a container for the day. You know, you're setting up a container for self-love and you get to choose. It's kind of like you're a computer a little bit and uh, that's how the mind works, unfortunately, or fortunately, but you can program it. So you start to put in like love and gratitude for yourself and that's like the container, that's the operating system. But you have to take your own consciousness with your own free will to turn the button. Nobody can do that for you. You can go about your day miserable all you want. You can go, you can do whatever you want. You can go throughout your day. It's magical as like, you know, a four-year-old thinking she's a unicorn going across a rainbow um, and you're going to get that reflection. So I like the idea of the, the container and the perspective is, is kind of what I wanted to touch on because um, Carol, you had like a really intense experience. You same to same with Ram Das actually, which is, you know, right. one of the people that I really enjoy and, you know, he speaks about it and I, you know, I, it, you worry me because I feel like I'm going to be 90 and great. And like, I don't, that scares me and be like, okay, I'm an athlete. I like skateboarding. This is the way it's going to go, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden life give you a, 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 what would seem like a terrible situation, a terrible hand. And um, so I, w- I would ask like, what, what is your perspective on just suffering? Like for me, that's one I've struggled with when like, what the heck is the point of suffering? Why am I witnessing so much? I have this compassion, you know, for this happening. What is the point of it? And how do we master our perspective to go through something? You know, people are upset when they, 
I don't know, the right TV show isn't on or something ridiculous. And they're all stressed <laughs> out about it. Um, but and then you have this massive life changing thing, but you're coming out of a perspective that's very powerful. And that's one of the things in Zen Athlete that I teach because I want to teach it to kids that you can't always control the external, you know? You can't. It's just the way it goes. But you can control the perspective. That's that's your right. So maybe you can speak on that a little bit. I had no control of my body when I was bedridden. I could not even sit up, and I could not speak. And I was used to speaking all the time to students, but I could only say three vowels: a i. And so that was the limits of my speech. So when I started growing, I would always be so grateful and fascinated by the help around me. There were so many people that helped me, and I would always focus on the help, focus on the positive, focus on the desired outcome, when I came home, finally, I used this artist mannequin and I shaped it in a victory pose like this. And I looked at that every single day. I painted when I could squeeze the paint. I couldn't even use my hand, right? But I would squeeze the paint and I would picture myself walking again. I would picture myself speaking again. I would picture my triumphant outcome because I believed so much that I would triumph and be victorious. I never believed otherwise. So I would say to kids, focus, focus on the desired outcome, whether you see it or not. Keep focusing keep your eyes on the prize because i know that someday you will see it because you have seen it in your mind and you know it's important to recognize that as humans we have between 20,000 and 60,000 thoughts a day and out of those those we have the same thoughts over and over and over and research have shown that 80% of those thoughts are negative 80%. And then we wonder why our plans just don't work or why we feel that life is against us. But it's because thoughts are energy in motion and those are creating our future. So when we really, what I like to do is ask myself the question, like when I'm feeling down or when I'm feeling that something is not working, like, okay, what is my, my thought behind the feeling? Because if we go to the source, which is our thought, then we are able to shift it. So, okay, what are my thoughts about this situation? What are my thoughts about the feeling? Because we can, um, what was his name? Eric Artole. Eric Artole said that true unhappiness doesn't come from the situation itself, but the thought about the situation, and that thought can be changed. So if we really ask ourselves that question, okay, what is my thought behind this feeling, or why am I feeling like this? then we have the opportunity and the choice to, create, to change that thought. Because we always have choice. That is a beautiful gift, a beautiful gift that we take for granted. And so many times we say, oh, I don't have a choice. 
Yes, because even if you don't want to choose something different, you're choosing not to choose that. Therefore, we always have a choice. And that's a gift that, like I said, we take for granted. So understand that we do have the choice to change our perception, to change our, the way we see things. Because yes, we may not, you know, we don't, it's not a fault that something happened, but like Will Smith said, it is our responsibility to create a different outcome on what happened. It's not her fault that she had the stroke, but I'm sure it's her responsibility to create something different, right? To make the best version of herself and not who she is. What a beautiful gift for us to give ourselves the opportunity to see life in a different way and really create the change. When I was teaching <coughs> lifers in prison, uh, I was so amazed. They weren't just stereotypical prisoners. They were hungry for knowledge. They were so hungry because they loved to learn new things because they were imprisoned and they could not do what the rest of us could do. They could not eat good food. They could not go where they wanted to go. The only power that they had was in their minds. So they set their minds free and soaring. And because I was a teacher, they were hungry for what I was teaching them. And I really, really learned from them because the ability to set your mind free when you were told when to take a shower, when you were told when to go to bed. And these men would never get out, but yet they were compassionate to each other, yet they were kind. And I was so amazed at the <clears throat> prison culture that is never shown in the media, ever. These men had set their minds free. Hmm. You touched on a lot of very interesting things again. <clears throat> what comes up, I think about being in prison, having no freedom, and having a scenario that is awful, you know, like the, everything's taken away. Your scenario of you not being able to speak and, and be able to think it too, but the body is not working the same. That that's like you're you're here and you can't do it. That's like that's an intense thought to have, I feel like. Um and so I guess it, we're along those same lines talking about perspective and, and owning that. And so like, how would you uh, express this to somebody who, who is in, you know, they're, they're working a nine to five or something, or they're just going about their daily lives. Like what could they take from this knowledge to, to amplify? Because I feel like a lot of people don't really understand how much they have access to they're stuck they get kind of get stuck i say it's like you know fishing and and as you go throughout the day so many people and entities like corporations or you know coca-cola or what like any kind of like business everybody's throwing out a hook to kind of get a bit of your energy not not bad or good it's just like it's just the world wants your energy come in here and buy a car come in here and get a sandwich for lunch come in here and you know look good with this thing come in here and get some glasses whatever the case is and so we have all these hooks that take our energy and we're just distracted rather than taking that energy and bringing it back to ourselves understanding 
um, our emotions, our internal dialogue, the way we're feeling, the way we're thinking. And from that place, you're in a place of empowerment. And, you know, this situation where, you know, somebody has lost their freedom, but they can still find inner peace. Somebody who's lost their speech, somebody who's lost their ability to do the things that, that excite them and still find inner peace. So maybe you could touch on that a little bit if you wanted to. And then I'm going to, you didn't quite answer it and I want to send it your way because I feel like you guys would give a pretty decent answer. Um, but if you had a perspective on suffering, like outside, like maybe, maybe it's a loss, you know, maybe it's a loss of a kid, maybe it's a loss of a family member. Um, and just general life is, is, can be, painful so when we're talking about perspectives and things like that sometimes there's just like suffering and you eat it and you're like oh like why do i need to suffer like this why is this happening like this hurts you know so what's the point of that well Well, oh go ahead uh helen keller who suffered from blindness deafness and the inability to hear she said a great quote she said the world is so full of suffering but it's so full of overcoming too and i take comfort in that quote because she was the most disabled person that i ever knew about and she was so joyful she went out and talked to everybody and everybody loved her so i would recommend to an average male or female that they really, really focus on their own life like it was the last day of life because I almost died and I had a great life. And while thinking about the things that I would have liked to do with that great life. I would have liked to love more. I would have liked to reach out more. I would have liked to be more compassionate. I would have noticed my fingers and how much they could grab and reach up. And I would have marveled at this human body. I would have marveled at my own breath, how this divine something made me autonomous and made me able to walk and reach out and reach other people. That is such a miracle. And I now know that I am a magnificent healing machine i am healing in every single moment nothing can stop my healing so if i had known that at the time i would have done so much greater things than i did before so i can't wait to do greater things the next time and what i want to say about that it's beneficial for our own being if we understand that pain it's it's part of life we are going to go through pain there's not it's just there's not a life that goes without pain we need pain and that is part of our experience here on earth it is totally a part of it we just want to avoid pain at all costs but it's impossible if we are here waking up in the morning and living life, we are going to go through pain. And we all understand that we need pain to understand joy and black for why it's just a part of life. I think that um, 
the problem that we all have is that we think that we shouldn't have any problems. We shouldn't have any pain. We shouldn't go through this. And that it's impossible. We, we have to understand that that is part of life. My dad was, um, maybe I'm just going to go a little bit out of the subject, but since you asked about suffering, I, I was born and raised in Mexico. And my dad was kidnapped and killed. He was murdered in Mexico when I was 15. That was a shock for the whole family. My mom, my brother was 11, I was 15. I mean, it's something that I honestly don't, I hope that nobody goes through that pain. That was a, a week when, you know, when we found out that he was taken until we found him, it was the longest seven days that I can remember. And being in that state of not knowing if you're gonna see him again, not knowing if he's alive, if he's okay, if he's eating, if he's being tortured, okay? So growing up, I mean, I'm a teenager at that point, a teenager, and then we come to the States because my mom doesn't want us to be raised there anymore and she doesn't want to go through that pain again. So I'm a teenager, I don't speak the language, I'm in a different culture, and I'm, I don't even know how to grieve because nobody comes and talks to you and say, hey, this is the process of grieving, okay? So that caused a lot of suffering, a lot of suffering. We as teenagers, it's already not easy. Are going through all that, but then now, you know, with all these tools and meditation and praying and a lot of forgiveness, a lot of forgiveness, that's when I understand, okay, I deserve this. But that was part of life and it was suffering and there was painful. But understanding that that is also part of life and being able to send love to that particular event. Not saying that it's okay, but being able to send the love so I could go on. But I think part what made it easier for me is to understand that that unfortunately is part of life too. And painful events happen. And you know, events that bring sad, that bring tears. And I'm always gonna miss my father. I'm always gonna, you know, oh, sometimes wish that he'll be here, of course. But that is part of life. We know that we're not here forever. We know that we, don't, we didn't come here to die when we're old. Unfortunately, you know, we, different people die at different ages, but that is part of life. We all come here for maybe 10 years, 20, 100. It's just a part of life. So having a different understanding of what life is, an experience. Life is totally an experience, and we are here to experience life for what it is and for what it's not. The only thing that gets in the way is that we think that it should be a different way. In indigenous cultures used to sit around the campfire and talk about life. And now we have media. And media only gives you the image of happiness because they want to sell products. Mm -hmm. So we don't really ever talk about life and death. And we should because death is not so bad and like Martha said no one allowed her or talked about how to grieve no one so we go through life with all these painful circumstances piling up inside of us and so that is what ultimately keeps us from loving um, a child doesn't know anything but love 
And so disappointments and suffering stack up because no one likes to discuss it or talk about it. And I think that love is the root of life. And I think that suffering, I have done workshops so many times on suffering, and I have the workshop participants identify their highs and lows in life. And then I have them see what they learned out of the suffering and see what they learned out of the high life. And everybody, everybody I have ever taught has an aha moment. They say, my God, I learned so much when I suffered and I was happy when I was in the high life, but I didn't learn much. Bless you, sweetheart. Yes, bless you. <laughs> Thank you. I have a, I woke up with a little bit of a, a congestion, but I'm here. Yeah, that's a beautiful, well, you guys both said a lot of beautiful things there. And so I wanted to go a little bit deeper because there's another element, which is self-forgiveness or forgiveness of others. And if you don't forgive somebody else for something, you know, one of the things I'll talk about consistently is uh, 100% responsibility for every single thing and then from that you can you can have an empowering perspective but if, it, if it's outside of you um, you know if your happiness is outside of you if you need an object if it's this person's fault if it's because of this when you happen when you're eight years old but now you're 40 you know it's just like you gotta drop that luggage man um, and because it's not what's that yeah it's, it's you know it's not empowering for them and so it can be very challenging. Um, I'm reminded of this, this beautiful video. It's on the internet and this, it's something around like this, somebody murdered like five people and like the, un, the most terrible thing you can imagine, murdered like five people and then convicted them. And um, everybody got to say to this guy when he was convicted, how, you know, whatever they wanted the families, right? So the first, second, third, fourth people are just like, burn in hell you're the worst you know what i mean everything that they can do because they're angry they don't know how to deal with it it's man who knows sounds like the worst but the last guy goes up and the whole time the guy was straight faced you know he was straight faced and was just taking it and the last guy's crying and he's just talking about it. he says um you know this is the worst thing i i didn't even know i could feel this level of pain i didn't i didn't even know that that was possible i wish this on nobody um, I don't condone what you did, but from what I believe in who I am, I have to figure out a way to give you forgiveness. And I'm going to, I'm giving that I forgive you. And he said those words and the amount of strength and courage and compassion and love and wisdom and humility and strength. And like that guy is a superhuman to be able to do that, you know, an absolute superhuman. And the guy broke down and started crying. And it's the most powerful example I've ever seen of somebody forgiving someone else. I, well, actually, there's, a, there's, a, there's one that Wayne Dyer talks about of uh, somebody got in Rwanda where her friends oh, are. Yeah. I saw that guy speak. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this one is a woman. So maybe there's two. Because, oh, oh which is, I'd love to know the other story. Um, and 
and and it comes from this place of forgiveness and ultimately that guy in that situation i think he has he's he's the only one giving himself an opportunity to heal because you know those people who don't forgive not like it's it's a forgivable thing that energy is going to store there and now it might be the hardest thing in the world to do and i don't know if you have suggestions you know i'm pretty protective you know what i mean if somebody comes and messes with my sister you know i have a spiritual podcast i will beat the crap out of that but that'll be the first thing that i think about and maybe i'll do it i don't know the body will just go into the mode if you you know hit my sister or my nephew or my mom and i'll like choke slam you like it's just like boom man mode activate you know i'm like a kind caveman you know i'm just learning how to not choose that primal operating system and so if it happened and then you had to deal with it emotionally to find forgiveness i feel like it's that's an extraordinary extraordinary extraordinarily challenging thing to do and then also the other flip side i'd love you to touch on is forgiveness of self people are terrible to themselves they're they're not good enough you know they're 20 years old and they need a mercedes which is you know nonsense all the way around um but we don't forgive ourselves we don't allow ourselves just to be human um you know and we remember stuff like from forever ago of why we're not good enough and why all this stuff so i'll stop rambling and just give it back to you guys and see if you can add some two cents to that well um Yes, it was not easy to forgive that event. Absolutely, it was not easy. I, I learned to forget because I understand that the only person hurting, it was me. They already did what they had to do. My father was gone, but it was me carrying all that sadness and resentment of, or, or questions of why or how could they, you know, we have to move and all that change. But it's like, you know what? When it was easier to forgive when I understood that it was not about me okay it's not like oh my god martha it's like they did that because whatever it is that they were going through okay and it was easier to, uh, to forgive when i understood that forgiving them doesn't mean that it's okay what i what they did because by forgiving them i'm not saying it's okay what they did yeah that's fine no it was not okay but we forgive for ourselves. So it took some journaling, it took some crying, it took some, you know, really taking out that anger that I felt and that sadness that my dad's not here and that he's not gonna be here ever again. And understanding that that event was not okay, but it was already done. So making peace and believe it or not, it was sending love to that event, sending love to those people, not because I'm saying that it's okay, but it's for me. Because we forget that whatever we give out comes back to us. So we wanna send love to receive love. So yes, it took some time, it took a lot of work, a lot of courage, a lot of um, journaling, a lot of crying, but now I'm able to speak about it. I'm able, you know, I do forgiveness workshops and all of that because I did it for me. I did it for my family, I did it for us. Not because I said that it was okay, but I don't need to be carrying that luggage over and over throughout my life. There's no need. It's not okay. I'm not saying that it's okay for them, but I did it for me. It's not about me that they did it on purpose to hurt me. They did that because, you know, whatever their reason was. So when we understand that we do it for ourselves, for our well-being, then it becomes easier. And I think the main the main point is to have the intention to really forgive. 
we have to set aside everything else and set the intention to forgive. I, it was my choice. I set the intention and I said, I'm done feeling like this. I am forgiving these people. When we set the intention, that's when everything becomes easier. And the universe and God, it just puts everything in front of you that you need because you really originally set the intention to forgive. So I had the intention, I did the work, and I'm okay with that. But that's the only way to go on. That's the only way to allow myself to shine. So I have done, you know, many things in the past that I'm not comfortable, that I feel, you know, shame. But forgiving myself was also hard. But taking that same process, doing that same process of journaling, of letting go and understanding that me too, I'm human. I am human as well. And we learn out of those mistakes. It was hard to forgive the people that killed my father, but it was as hard to forgive myself. But when you are in, you set the intention and you get into that state of willingness, then it happens. But we have to set the intention and we have to be willing to do the work. And let all those questions of why, or how could they, or I can believe it, aside. Because we don't need those. In reality, we don't need all those. There's no need to, to I, I mean, I'll go crazy if I ask myself why they did that. I'm never gonna get the answer. There, I'm never gonna get an answer that makes me feel, oh, right? It, it's not gonna happen. So set all that aside and give myself the permission and the opportunity to forgive to live a better life, to experience life as a beautiful thing that it is, which is life. I don't know if that answered your question. <laughs> That's really, really beautiful and really profound. I think that'll help a lot of people uh, struggling with, with anything like that. Carol, did you want to add anything on that one? Well, I am still learning from Martha because she used to drive me up and down the 605 freeway to my rehab. And she would tell me about her stories. And so I would look at her amazed. Like, how could you ever do that? And how could you ever do this? And so I suggested that to inspire other people, we write it down in a book because I was working on forgiving myself of my um, body not working right because it always had. And I believed in healing so much and it was not fast enough for me because I was always a high achiever and I was always so smart and now I was slow and impaired in my right side so I had to learn how to forgive my body and my brain that had allegedly failed me and so I learned to love myself, love myself. Now I have a rotator cuff injury, and just this morning I woke up and my whole side hurt, and I said, I'm going to send this love into my shoulder. Think of what it has done for me all my life, and I'm going to really thank it 
and be grateful for it and send love to it because pain it makes you appreciate the health that you have and I think that love is the answer to everything and I think that anti-love can drain you causing you so much stress and despair so I would love to advise everyone to try to focus on what you can do and on love and watch what happens out of love. Your whole brain and your body are relaxed and you are not under stress anymore. Amazing. You guys have really um, shared a lot of profound insights. They're very simple and they're very practical. And a lot of the times when I'm working with clients or are sharing perspectives with people who might ask about the podcast or when I travel, you know, the principles are simple. They're, 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 they're not complicated. It's just challenging to do, you know, and, and, and it's an endless um, cycle. You know, I, I, I know that I know the techniques I know I'm supposed to be kind to myself and I know how that changes my life experience. And, and sometimes I need to work on it and, and I become cognizant and we become masters of simple, simple things. So, you know, I think that you, what you guys shared was really powerful, really profound and really simple. And if we can just start to integrate that, you know, it's, it's great. It's like, Oh, this can't just be it. Well, maybe it is it just give it a try and start using it a little bit and see how your life changes. So you guys shared a lot of really beautiful and powerful insights. Those are really um, touching and powerful and um, just special stories. So thank you guys both for coming on and writing the book and, and sharing all that stuff. Um, I just want, before we go, just let you know, feel free if there's anything that you wish that I had asked you, or if there's anything that you wanted to touch on, you can feel free to go right down the rabbit hole you know, if you wish. And uh, if you don't, if you didn't have anything, just close closing thoughts of uh, what you'd like to leave the listeners with and where they can um, get the book and, and learn more about you guys. Well, what I do want to add is just one thing. Yes, it is simple and it doesn't have to be difficult for it to work. What makes it work, it's doing it over and over and over again. It's like, you know, if you want to be healthy, you have to eat healthy food all the time. If you want to um, lose weight and be fit to run a marathon, you have to really exercise on a daily day basis and start walking and then running. It's the same thing with spirituality. It's the same thing with loving yourself. It's not that it's hard. It's to actually do it on a daily day basis. People sometimes start doing affirmations and they say three days, it doesn't work. Of course not, because we got to give it time to rewire the brain. We have to give it time to go right there into our subconscious. So it's not hard. It just takes time. That's important for us to understand that it's not, it doesn't have to be hard. It just takes time. And I would love to uh, tell your listeners to have a mantra and say it over and over and over again out loud. I am a beautiful person. I am a loving person. I am a courageous person. I can do this. I can. I can do anything I set my mind on. And the book, yes, it's Love Heals, and you can get it on Amazon. Mm -hmm. It's available on Amazon, on New List, and 
divorce. Divorce. Mm -hmm. Divorce Vatican. Amazing. Thank you, guys. That was really a, a pleasure to have you both on and, and, and really just all of it is fantastic. I actually took a lot of notes and I know that, uh, you know, with people going through healing or, or trauma or anything like that, you know, when, when you think about your two stories and the way that you guys are healing from that and offering a perspective and, and going into the, the challenge and, and coming out with a gold nugget, you know, you kind of got to sift through all that. You come out with a piece of learning. So uh, very incredible stuff. Um, thank you guys both for coming on. I wish you all the best. I hope you know, you, you get the message out there and you keep doing your thing. If I can support you in any way, just definitely let me know. Thank you, sir. Have, Have a good one. Yes. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. See ya. Bye. All right, guys. I hope that you enjoyed that amazing episode. If you want to do the three top things to support the podcast, you can do one act of kindness. You can share this episode. You can leave a review all for free. If you want to go above and beyond, you can support on Patreon. It helps a ton. Please do that um, and go to clipconverter.cc and take the YouTube videos and record as you go through in your listening time spots of what your aha moment was and just use Clip Converter, which is a free software that'll clip one to five minutes and share those and share those with me and so I can get all these little clips of the longer episodes out there to get the word of these amazing people and what they're sharing in their in their spirit and you know this this podcast is just a platform for these amazing people and I just set the intention to have beautiful people with inspiring messages who are walking the path um, and I want to amplify them I want to share them I want those stories to be normal I want kindness to be normal I want cooperation to be normal I want community to be normal um, life can be a struggle it's hard there's a lot of people out there that are messed up that there's that are sick that are anxious that are depressed that are thinking about suicide that are unfulfilled you know we have a lot of suffering out there but if we can fill our own cups if we can be loving and kind and grateful for ourselves if we can be make a difference in our community might not be change the world or end starvation but if we can do that little bit each and every day and start to do it as a community we will change the world and that's how it works one person becomes two becomes three becomes six becomes 12 and because you know 10 people together working on a mission is incredible so we just need a little bit more community a little bit more kindness a little bit more support um, so anything you want to do to support the podcast um, in those little clips of these amazing people that's that's super helpful um, thank you so much for all of you guys who took the time to uh, support on patreon I really appreciate that um, check out mattbelair.com if you want to sign up for the email list if you're interested in coaching and you want some one-on-one -on -one and you want to level up and you're serious, I am available and I do groups and I come into book clubs and, and shops and all that kind of stuff. I can just zoom in and do a private conference call. So if you're curious, you want to give me a thousand questions, you want to do a, a workshop on anything, just hit me up. We can make it happen. Make an inquiry at mattbelair.com or forward slash coaching. And then there's also the email list to stay up to date and all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, please support the podcast sponsors, Purium and sync tuition bit.ly forward slash activate health and bit.ly forward slash gamma waves um, and that is it so before we close it off um, i'm gonna invite you to come to a powerful state of peace and coherence and send out love to the entire universe so here we go wherever you are taking a deep breath in through your nose connecting to yourself coming fully present connecting to universal source energy Letting that breath out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day. Taking another deep breath in through your nose. 
connecting to this universal source energy and making this firm commitment to be loving and kind to yourself and just think about all the things that you're grateful for and just begin to allow those things to wash over you, your eyesight, your friends, your family, your job, your car, whatever, your animals, whatever it is, just all these things you're grateful for as you connect to universal divine source which is within you and in all things and let that breath out slowly with all the internal criticisms, all the just false um, views and beliefs and just come back to peace and harmony and kindness for self and forgiveness for self take another deep breath in through your nose and i want you to double this feeling of love and gratitude for yourself all the things that you're grateful for i'm sending you that energy all of my love and gratitude and i want you to double this feeling now and double that energy one more time and i want you to send that energy out to everybody listening on the podcast send it to the people around you your family your friends send it to your enemies the people who give you a hard time the people suffering send that energy out to all the entire planet and the universe and I want to see that energy magnified a million fold coming back like a tidal wave and just let it in the center of your heart and I'm sending you all of my love and my gratitude and my support just let it into your heart the more you're able to receive love and kindness for yourself you can fill your cup and you can give that to others we emit frequency and we receive frequency learn to be a receiver just allow it in you are good enough you are worthy you are powerful you are enough you are harmonic you're here to learn forgive yourself be kind to yourself be easy on yourself so tons and tons of love and gratitude i hope that you're having a tremendous day you are not alone you are loved and i will see you in the next episode